we went to one restaurant one evening and there was um, a gentleman on guitar and a lady singing. Um, oh my gosh, had an amazing voice. But um, so it was very much, um, say, for example, our hits from the UK about, um, say, five years ago. Oh, okay. And a lot of them um, had been covered. So they weren't necessarily, you wouldn't hear the original artist. Yeah. But it would be a cover version of. Yeah. So lots of covers of that. And of course, um, they have their own um, traditional music that you would hear um, perhaps in an evening if there was ceremonies going on. But um, And was that guitar music? Was that pipe? Was that flute? What sort of music was that? Off the top of my head, I would say it was more drums. Oh, okay. A lot, a lot of drumming, perhaps mm. you'd, you'd hear. Um, Did they do much chanting or anything like that at all? Didn't hear any chanting, no. no. There was one amazing... So one evening we went to, um, to a, um, a fire dance... And there was lots of there was lots of singing in that, and it was um, so it was it was a large group of, of gentlemen that got together and they were singing the the story of the princess and and the king etc being captured, um, so that so that was interesting and oh, again wow. drums. Did they do dancing around the fire then? Is that what the fire dance was or? Yeah, so so at at the end of um, of the traditional um, play that they were playing out, then they came along with a big sack of coconut shells. Okay. And they put them in the middle of the floor. Yeah. And um, and a lot of petrol or oh, wow. a lot of lighter fluid, whatever it was. And yes, then they set light to this. And then everybody who would scarp, who would was sitting in the front row all of a sudden realised, oh, we're not in the best seats yeah. of the house yeah, yet yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so anyway, so they, they lit it and, uh, and then the flames went down and this gentleman came out and he had um, some kind of horse costume on as well. And I think he, he, was, he was in some kind of trance and he was chanting and singing and he would then um, come along and kick the, um, the coconut shells so they would scatter all over the floor and okay. he would then walk. Really? Yes. Wow, so while they were still lit? While they were still lit, while they were bright, bright like, red. Like what the... Um like with hot coals and stuff. Yeah, is yeah. They, so again, do the shells? At the do the shells? They they just burn down, burn right down, or do they stay alight? Like the like you were saying with the the hot coals. They were they were um, still alight. They were still like red with with, with flame in them. Wow. Yes, and um, and he would do some chanting, and he would um, scatter the um, the shells. There was there was two guys then that would sort of. Um, put them back into the you know sweep them up into the middle of the room and he would come around and do it again and he did that about five or six times wow. just kicking and walking over these hot barefooted. shells barefoot barefooted yes wow. and um and then at the end um they they grabbed hold of him and um, and sat him down and you could see then that he was he was coming out of some kind of trance or meditation or he would yes He'd, he'd, he'd done his bit and that was it then. So. And so who who was he? Was he a particular, like, was he a holy man or anything? Or was he just... No, I just... Uh, as far as I, my understanding, he was just um, one of the local gen gentlemen from that area and they come together to put on this community show. Wow. Yeah, for the, um, for the visitors. Wow, yeah. sounds amazing. Amazing, it was, it was. Wow. Yeah. And we've got a wonderful song. To follow that little oh, yes. story, <laughs> which of course is uh, a wonderful song. And I, we know Nigel, uh, when he tunes in tonight, that he'll be listening to his favourite band. And this, of course, is ABBA and Dancing Queen. <laughs> 
Dancing Queen there by ABBA. My gosh, that gives you a bit of a blast from the past, doesn't it? It certainly does. So we're going to do another blast from the past and we're going to play a track for you now that you may not have heard for some years, some years. But what we want you to do is to let us know what year was this song. So if you know... If you know the year of this song, we're going back a little bit. It's a blast from the past. Just text in 60777. Remember to put PWR before your message. Or you can hit us up on Facebook. But just let us know the year. This is the song. Take it away, Emma. together now. Do you remember that song, Emma? Do you know what? I think that was even before my time. Why no? Why no? Everybody must remember. Oh, I remember it, but I don't remember it originally coming out. Well, I remember being on the floor. You know, like you do with your laying on your belly, Mm. laying on your belly with your 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 hands your you know your your and hands under your chin and your, your legs up at the back and you're sitting there and you're watching top of the pops you know didn't you you're watching top of the pops sinking <sighs> and your heart does a little flutter because you see in fact i have to say jimmy osmond he was about um, 6 years old wasn't he? he well he was the youngest performer to have a number 1 in the uk singles chart wow. yeah he was yeah, but I, I was very young myself, I have to say. But you, I used to look at him and to me, he was like, you know, a hero because of his, you know, being such a young performer, but a hero singing. I used to think, oh, 
Oh, that's so sweet. 1972. Well before my time. 1972. <laughs> I think I was about just turning four around about then. Oh, So, wonderful. yeah, but I do. I remember that, watching uh, Top of the Pops and there he was singing away. I'll be my long-haired lover from Liverpool. <laughs> Not a very good Liverpoolian accent, but there you go. <laughs> but we've got some more fun lined up for you tonight because we did say, as always, we have our match the movie to the music. So we've got that coming up um, shortly. But we were saying as well, Emma, while you were over in Bali, what mm-hmm. was the actual reason for you to go over there? Was it just for you to have a holiday? What was it for? No, so um, so I'd been in contact with um, with a coach, um, and he was offering this retreat to go out to Bali. Oh, like a development coach thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, like a life coach. Um, and um, so that was the reason I went out there. So I arrived a couple of days before the course arri- um, started, and I was there for a couple of days after the course. And uh, yes, so it was um, it was a transformational um, journey. Yes simply be um, a lot of intention setting um, all based around um, designing the life that you want to lead and with it being perfect timing at the beginning of 2020 absolutely there was um, there was a very powerful um, full moon while we were out there so there was a lot of intention setting around that as well so yes and we we went we we did a lot of, um, there was a lot of healing work involved. We went to so, um, the, the places that we went to visit, some amazing temples. And we went, to, well, we did some sound, light and vibration healing. Really? In, wow. In a place called the Pyramids of Chi. Wow. So this is so this is a gentleman back years ago through meditation. It came to him that he would um, build pyramids yep. in the middle of Bali. Wow. So he did. And he um, and in that um, that particular complex, they do lots of um, workshops and things like this. But yeah, this was sound, light, and vibration healing. Wow! It was amazing. It was a beautiful, um, beautiful lady there. She was there with her singing bowls and gongs and a beautiful voice. So that she was um, singing away, and um, we then had um, the flashing lights above us, and we were on a waterbed. Really? Yes. So there was some kind of um, equipment underneath this waterbed that would give the vibration and could feel it then, Coming obviously, through, through, yeah. the, uh, uh, through yeah. the waterbed. So it was an experience and a half. Wow. Yes. And where did the pyramids come in? Because I have seen um, where people sit in a pyramid shape uh-huh. and they receive healing that way. Was it the same thing with that or no. just surrounding you? Um, so, the, so these were actual buildings. The building oh, themselves right. okay. were, were, were wooden um, pyramids. Um, and I'd say they were, oh gosh, forty foot by forty foot. They oh, okay, so you were you were in, in there, yeah, and you were in there. Yeah, there was three wow. of them that he built. One of them, um, a larger one, he uses for big workshops and very much like a dance floor inside. The one that did the um, sound, light, and vibration healing, and the other one just does um, sound healing with um, with the gongs and the um, singing bowls and things like that. Wow. And they every an hour or so then people um book into um to their healing sessions that sounds amazing so that was a beautiful tranquil area so there. did you have any extraordinary adventures while you were there what like climbing up a mountain at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> climbing a mountain at two in the morning so we got we got picked so we 
So we were going to be climbing a mountain. We were going to be hiking up a mountain because beautiful, beautiful sunrises to be viewed. Oh, from the top. I see. Right. So it okay. Had to, so yeah. it had to be um, climbed up at mm-hmm. night, and um, and yes. So, so did you know about that before you actually went on the retreat, or did you find that out when you were there? I, I pretty much, I, I was told that we might be doing it. Um, and then all of a sudden, one day, it was like, okay, so you, we've got the rest of the day to, to yourselves. And at two o'clock, you can be picked up and taken to do a mountain hike. So I'm like, yay. So of course, I so yes, we went off. And, um, and what time did you get up for that? If you were setting off at two? Yeah, I think I got up about 20 to two. I didn't. Right, okay. <laughs> so it was just <laughs> quickly, <laughs> just putting a pair of trousers on and a, and a pair of, um, well, the trainers that I had with me were were like um, like plimp soles, you oh, know? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we, we all, we jump in this, this car picks us up. We travel up to the top of the, of the island. And, and was it still warm at that time or was it a little bit more cooler? No, it was still quite, it was still, well, for us, it was warm. I should imagine it was about 16, 18 degrees. Okay. To nice the locals, then, yeah. they were there in, the, you know, scarves and jackets and everything. Mm. But, um, but we'd be parked up. So we meet our guide. He gives us these uh, tiny torches and there's hundreds of people doing it with us. Our little group is only about six of us, but there are, there are loads of these individual groups. And as they're going past, as they're walking past, you know, to, they're in their hiking gear, okay. they're in their trekking gear with their headlamps and their proper hiking boots. And you're in your primsoles. And I'm in primsoles and a pair of canvas <laughs> trousers. <laughs> yeah. And so I was a little bit... Always up for a bit of fun though, Emma, aren't you? <laughs> Two hours to walk up this no. mountain two hours and i'm not being funny it wasn't a walk it was a climb there were sections that there was a climb and it was very um loose gravel loose stone and very steep at oh, times goodness me and um yeah was there lots of midges around and insects and I bites know. and i was more concerned about the, what was going on <laughs> on the floor <laughs> yes i'm sure I'm, Yes, there would have there would have been mid midges and things like that, but nothing that concerned us apart from the fact of just trying to keep the um, the, the the flow of traffic going up this one tiny little tra- tiny little trek, you know, climbing up um, climbing up a mountain. Wow, that's the only way I can. So describe were you harnessed it. together <laughs> or anything, or just one after the other? Were you holding hands? Were you were you praying to the gods? No. So you were praying to the destroyer. Do not destroy me. What was you? <laughs> what was you doing? What was going through your mind? I won't tell you what was going through my mind. <laughs> but 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 actually, but actually, um, I I mean, I haven't been to the gym for a while. So it was. So I was huffing and puffing, and we were about halfway up, and there was. And then he said, "Okay, now it's going to get really um, bad." And I'm like, "What's well, going to get worse than what we've just already done for the?" Lot. And he said, "Yes." And I'm like, "Oh, I really don't know whether I want to continue." I, you know, a, mm-hmm. a sunrise is a sunrise, you know. Yeah, this lot. Yeah. But the rest of the the the, um, the the guys that were there were like, "Emma, come on, we've come this far together. We'll 
will go the, to the top. And, I, and there was me, like, oh, I don't want to hold you up. I don't want to disappoint you if mm. I'm the one that, you know, is k- keeping things behind. I'd much rather you guys go yeah. and whatever. So that highlighted a lot of um, bits and pieces that yeah. were going on inside of me. Yeah. That um, that over the course of the couple of days I had to I had to work on, you know, I wasn't good enough to do it. Yeah. I didn't know whether I could do it. Um, my confidence was, was low. So all that it was a fantastic opportunity to highlight those issues um that i was that i was obviously feeling mm. um and yeah we all got to the top yeah and we all saw the sunrise wow and it was all amazing and um yes I you got some wonderful pictures didn't you beautiful pictures up there yes it, it was it was amazing um and it was amazing to actually sit there and go Holy moly, I've just climbed up a mountain. Wow, and how tall was the mountain? Um, how high? I, I'm going to have to come back to you on that one. It was high. <laughs> it, it was, was very high. <laughs> it was very high. And there there was a plaque at and the top. And steep as well, was it? Oh, yes, it was. The, at parts, there was steep, yes. I don't want to put anybody else off who was going and is going to be doing the climb. But um, it was a lot. Take more than your pimsels. yes. It was it was me not being prepared and actually I think thank goodness I wasn't prepared because mm. if I had have been prepared as to what was gonna what we, we were gonna face I wouldn't have gone I wouldn't have gone altogether you know but um, it was um, Mount Batar and we were one point seven one seven meters above sea level wow meters miles 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 that is isn't it wow nearly two miles above sea, sea level wow. Mm. That is uh, That's quite pretty high. high. So that took you two hours. Two hours, yes. Two hours. And then what about coming back down? I mean, did you stay up there for very long as well? Or did you sit? Did you meditate? Or did you just watch the sunrise and then say, right, come on then, boys, back down we go. Let's get a, a cup of char. <laughs> well, on the way up, one of the, the, the ladies in the group was like, excuse me, but this is bad enough going up and the rubble and... Mm. Um, treacherous enough going up there is no way we're going to be able to do this coming back down so there wasn't an alternative route to come down which was um which was the route that the motorbikes took up so it took us a bit longer to walk it but it was a lot um a lot safer yeah and um and a lot of it was um just um dirt and uh, dirt track yeah um so yes that's how we got back was down. just out of interest could you have not gone up that track to begin with we could have yeah, there were bikes, there were motorbikes halfway up when he said, OK, now it's going to get really bad. Oh, okay. There were motorbikes there that would take you up the rest of the way for, I see. for, yeah. for, for, for money. Um, but, um, but yeah, I was like... Wow. What an guys, experience, though. You guys, did it. Yeah, the High guys five. encouraged me to, to carry on. Yeah. And then you stayed at the top for a little while? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. watch the sunrise. Watch the sunrise. We had... Um, <laughs> The locals they walk up it every day to serve coffee up there and sell, really yep and sell bracelets. So um, there was a lady come around selling bracelets at two in the morning. No, by the time we got up there, it was a, it was about six. Oh, okay. By the time we got up, yeah, by the time we got up there, uh, yeah, they walk it every day. Wow. <laughs> or they get a lift up with the motorbikes every day. I don't wow. know which. So that's actually four hours, two till. Yes, six we were picked four. up at two, um, then we went and we stopped off somewhere for. Um, um, a coffee and pancakes then we went to the the base of the mountain then by the time we got everything together and started walking so yeah it must have been about four I do have a question now you may not be able to answer this but if you get called a bit short you know and cut a bit short as it were 
Is there anywhere to go or, or not? Uh, no. no. No, because there was... There, there must no have been about 300 of us walking up really? at the same time. So there was moments where um, where there was there was gaps in the groups. So you could have had a, qu- a quick sneaky um, sneaky pee in the bushes, mm-hmm. but um, but no, nothing wow. like that. That is no an health adventure, and safety. No, nothing like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is interesting. Oh, there's wouldn't many, get away with it in this country. You would never get away with it in in many countries. Many countries. Wow. You'd never get away with walking up there in the middle of the night, no. Wow, and then you came back down. Came Glad back down. to be back. Yes, and then we popped, um, on the way back, we um, went to a coffee plantation. And then we were being dropped back at the hotel. And uh, my fr- my beautiful new friend, Renata, and I said, just take us straight to the massage parlour. <laughs> And you had therapy. I had a full body massage. Oh, good for you. Before going back to the hotel. Because massage in Bali, you can get like a full body massage for £6. Really? An hour long massage for for £6 to £8. And the the massage parlours are everywhere and they're all amazing. And there was one a couple of hundred yards away from our hotel. So, yes, we got up. Wow. We we, we staggered out of the car. We went in, had a massage and then we were set for the rest of the day then. Wow. Amazing. Did you have any blisters? Did you, were your feet all in good condition or? Feet were in condition, but within five minutes of us walking, silly me thought, oh, I don't want to fall. And what did I do? I Fall. went straight down on my knees, so I oh, cut my dear. yeah blood and cut trousers for oh, the no. whole route up. But um, but it healed, didn't you? Yeah, yeah definitely. Sounds absolutely <laughs> amazing. That was an adventure. It was an adventure. But we've got another adventure now because, of course, we have our match the movie to the music. Now, I'm going to see whether you know mm. this movie as, as well, Emma, okay? okay. So I'm going to give you some clues and we're going to play a couple of tracks. So this book is a true story that inspired the movie, which was released in 2010. So it's not really that long ago. It's only about 10 years ago. Okay. Okay. Um, and anybody at home, if you know the answer to this, please, again, you can call in 01437 764455. Of course, you can hit us up on Facebook or you can text in 60777. Just remember to put PWR before your message. So uh, this movie, it received mixed reviews from critics, mm-hmm. um, but was a financial success, grossing in at two. $104.6 million. Wow. Okay, worldwide with a $60 million budget. Okay. Now, the leading lady in this um, particular movie says that she gained £10 during the Rome scenes. Okay, she gained £10. Now, that's not £10 as in 10 quid, £10 in cash. She's on about £10 in weight. Okay, and she also stipulated that um, that there was only just one stipulation, and that was for shooting at this famous location. She wanted her entire family to be there with her. Oh, okay. Now we're going to play just a couple of tracks. This is match the movie to the music. Let us know if you know what they are.
So that was your first track there. We're going to go straight into our second track now. See if you can guess, match the movie to the music. And I will just give you one more clue. Julia Roberts.
That was your two soundtracks for Match the Movie to the music. So, any ideas, Emma? Any idea at all? It's a true story. It's an mm. inspirational love story, in fact. Uh, does it have a connection to Bali? It does indeed. Yes, it's a film that I've heard many, many people talk about. Never watched it myself. Which is? Eat pray love well done linda she messaged in saying eat pray love and yes in fact it is it's a very touching story uh life is never certain and in fact the only thing that is ever stays constant is the fact that it goes on so playing a woman who thought she had everything until she realized that she didn't julia roberts who's taken the leading role here finds that it's necessary to take a chance and experience life for one so she goes on a trip around the world to discover herself finding many interesting locations in Italy in India and Indonesia in Bali and meeting many interesting people along the way so her path to self-discovery is something as many people search for their entire lives and fail to find Uh, but this way she finds peace and surprisingly she finds true love as well in beautiful Bali Oh, that's so lovely. And that's a true story. And I can definitely see why she and how she would have met, love, found a love in Bali because it's a beautiful, beautiful. There's a, there's a, there, I mean, I'm 
actually where we were staying outside of the town called Ubud. Um, actually, it means in um, in a certain Hindu language, it certainly means medicine or healing. That is the oh, wow. and there is a very special magic that nobody can ever put their finger on around that area. And uh, yes. Yeah, I've had several friends go to Bali. They said that, that it's amazing. Beautiful, oh, beautiful place. It's beyond words. You know, like if you if you go to Disneyland and you come back and there's there's nothing in the vocabulary that can express how amazing it is. Mm. And that's the same I'm thinking for Bali is that there's no, there's no vocabulary I, that I can use um, that would do it justice because it's so beautiful out there. The people of Bali are what make it so, so beautiful as well. Yeah. So welcoming and warm. Oh, yes. And genuine and happy. And their rituals and their culture, they they have so much faith in, in that that they, they can go about their days with, with no worries about the... Um, the, you know the the little frivolous things mm. that that in you know here that we um that we worry about they have um when they marry they marry for life yeah yes yeah, so they haven't they yes yeah, so they have um they have a ama- amazing um and it, and it and they marry for love now as well it's not um arranged, arranged marriages, marriages yeah. yeah so so that's fantastic and um everything is in balance they believe in good karma not only obviously for this life, but for their next lives, because they believe in reincarnation. So they have an amazing um, relationship between money and family, and every, every everything is in balance. They um, even down to the the creatures and the animals and Beautiful. everything like that. It's it's so amazing. Every time I was speaking to 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 one of them about something, I just I was just in awe. Of um, of what they believe and how they live their lives over there, and it and it just shows it's amazing. So, are you going to be going back? Definitely, definitely, yes, 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 over and over and over and over and over again. Wow, sounds amazing. <laughs> and if there was anything that you could say to anybody about Bali that's tuning in, thinking about going, or thinking of perhaps things that they could do there, what would you? recommend what would be your words of wisdom oh definitely go no matter where you go and what you do in bali it's going to be a completely different experience for um each individual there are resorts in the um in the beach areas there are um if you know and 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 it's so reasonable and um, and economic to go there the restaurants we were um eating at there wasn't one meal over five pound or six pound you know, it was it was fantastically cheap to eat and drink out there. And um, what was the colour of the sand, Emma? Is it the same colour as ours? So we went to a beautiful beach called Virgin Beach, which was um, just out in the middle of nowhere, and it was amazing. And that was Golden Stand. Mm. However, there are lots of beaches on Bali which are black yes, sand because yes, of vol- yes. the volcano, yeah. the volcanic um, sand. But um, but we found a golden beach, There's, and the, and depending on where you are on the island, golden beach, um, it's very heavily populated in certain areas. I mean, um, there's a big city down by the airport. Wow, that that was a big, um, highly populated city. But if you once you once you go out into the um, more rural areas and start talking to people who who 
live in those areas mm. you see the true barley then yes. i would think so yes definitely no matter what you want to go for um you'd go and there was and there's hundreds of things you can go and do up there whether it's the temples whether it's the um the water parks whether it's the zoos the monkey forest um shopping the markets um the spas and the massage you wow. know tons of things that you can do but but i would always advise trying to get you know try to get some kind of insight into the into the culture, culture. Yeah. we went to amazing um elephant cave we went to the holy um holy water temple where um where we got into the water with the uh, with the koi carp wow and we, um, yes and we he- we healed wow. we healed ourselves with the freezing cold water over oh, our wow. heads that was that was fab what about the koi carp? Were they around as well? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Now, I know that in some countries, I think, is it is it Thailand or somewhere, that you put your feet in with these fish and they nibble the dead... I don't know if I could do that. I, I have that. to. I just don't think I could do that. Yes. So, at one, in one of the beauty um, shops, they had these tanks outside and um, it was a blistering hot day one day and I was down in the town. So, I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. So, so you I gave sat, your feet to the fish to feed, and there were and there was a lot of fish feeding on were my they? feet. <laughs> and what did your feet feel like afterwards? Um, yes, you could definitely notice a difference. They were a lot smoother. Um, and during them eat them them eating away, do you, you know it was it was a little bit more than a tickle. Um, you know, like if you're in a jacuzzi and you put your hand very close yes. to the jet. Yes. So it's so it was that type of sensation and feeling. But wow. um, it took it took a couple of seconds to get used to it. But no, I was sat in there for twenty minutes. Wow. And and what do they do? They just keep eating away at your feet. Just nibbling, do they? Just nibbling away at the dry skin of your feet. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, and how many fish are in this tank? This pond? This. I don't know the best part. I, well, they're, they're they're tiny little things. I should imagine there must have been about a hundred or two hundred of wow. them in there. They were like, "Come over here, boys! We've got feet." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. They must stay constantly hungry to do that all day long. Um, yes, they weren't all around my feet. There were some that were just floating around, and there were some that not were... not floating on the top of the water. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't kill any. <laughs> um, yeah, they, no, they weren't all at my feet. There were some that were like, you know, I've had my fill. I'm Welsh skin. I, you know, it's a delicacy over there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad you had an absolute wonderful time. I really am. I'm so glad to have you back. But was there anything that you brought back with you other than your beautiful memories? Was there anything that you brought back as a little memento of your stay there? Um, so yes, I went. I went and, um, to a jewelry um, workshop one day, and I and I made myself um, a lovely little key ring, silver uh-huh. key ring, and um, I brought back a couple of lava bead um, bracelets. And we had the privilege of enjoying some barley chocolate. Oh, well, yes, you did. Yes, we did. Yes. Yes. That was delicious. That was. Yeah. Yes, it was. And vegan chocolate, of all things. Yes, wow, yeah. Amazing. Vegan, lots of um, vegan and vegetarian food out there. Fantastic. Um, fantastic variety of different foods. Um, what else did I bring back with me? I think that's about it. Did you buy any clothes? Every girl buys clothes. Oh, I did. Yes, I did. I came back with um, a skirt, a top and a pair of trousers. I had bought three pairs of trousers. One of them um, got ripped um, on the mountain. mountain. 
The others were a little bit too tight around the crotch and I bent over one day and they split. <laughs> they, they went in a different direction. Yep. So I managed to I managed to keep hold at least one. <laughs> <laughs> one good pair of trousers. Yeah. And on a lovely, gorgeous um, navy jumpsuit, which is really baggy and um, amazing wow. to go over a swimsuit when I went down to the beach. So, so yes, I came home with a, with a couple of clothes as well. Well, your journey sounds absolutely amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that story with us. And and I know that anybody who is thinking about planning perhaps a trip for 2020, then certainly Bali uh, is top of the list, isn't it? Oh, yes. Sounds amazing. Yes. Take it, take it off your to-do list and put it on your going-to list. Excellent. Definitely. Definitely. Wonderful. Well, we're going to continue on now. We're going to play two in a row now with a little bit of Pink. your tires It's like we burn so bright we burn out I made you chase me I wasn't that friendly My love my drug we burn out Cause I've been on the run so long they can't find me You're waking up to remember I'm pretty And when the chemicals leave my body Yeah they're gonna find me in a Cause you 
Listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio.
to say she is amazing isn't she because we went to see her didn't we emma oh well as as the, the songs are playing we're remembering the concert that we went to see her in cardiff last year aren't we yeah flying around the auditorium wasn't she oh yes absolutely amazing but just to give you a weather update now in the next hour there is going to be some scattered showers uh, that shall develop and the minimum temperatures of one degrees celsius and then tomorrow a breezy day to come with sunshine and scattered showers uh, some of these will be heavy and thundery with a risk of hail and feeling chilly in the wind with a maximum temperatures of eight degrees celsius so tomorrow it's a day for wrapping up warm Oh, yes, bright and breezy. But we've had a wonderful evening. Thank you all so, so much for joining us on this wonderful Sunday night. Thank you to Linda for um, being our first singer on the sofa. Absolutely amazing. And little Crystal there as well. Very much looking forward to listening to Sue next week with all of her tribe as well. And of course, to you, Emma, for telling us your wonderful tales of barley. Beautiful barley. (laughs) Thank you very much for having me back. And thank you very much for allowing me to, um, to talk about all my amazing adventures. It's beautiful. Wonderful to hear. But you have picked our final song for tonight, haven't you? I ha- I have now towards the end of the course we were um, we were, we had a session with a beautiful gentleman from New Zealand. He did a cacao ceremony, which is like a hot chocolate, raw chocolate, and some um, and we did some breath work. And coming out of this breath work, he played this song, and since then I've played it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And this is going to be my anthem for 2020. So another time from Emma. No night sleep tight. And from myself, Lynn Cheryl Perfect. Until next week, lots of love. Think about it. There must be a higher love. Down in the heart, hidden in the stars above. Without it, life is wasted time. Look inside your heart.
Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. I'm done hating myself for feeling. I'm done crying myself away. Gotta leave and start the healing But when you move like that I just wanna stay 